If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Now, when the pilot greets you on board, they'll talk about the weather and flight duration after introducing themselves and the crew. But have you ever been on a flight where the captain introduced the plane itself? I don't mean Boeing 737, but something like Miss Moneypenny. Really? You can't make this stuff up! Planes are a relatively recent invention. Before them, there were another popular means of mass transportation – ships. Well, it might come as no surprise that aviation inherited a lot of things from seafaring. Distances are measured in nautical miles, aircraft can also be called ships, and the pilot is no less than the captain himself. Plus, he's got a trusted crew to help him on board. Each major ship in history had its name. The Santa Maria, USS Constitution, HMS Victory, the Titanic. You've heard of the Titanic. A lot of them were named after places they came from, historical figures, or just some noble-sounding words. So if you're wondering where the practice comes from, the aviation industry took this old maritime tradition and flew with it. The first major airline to do it was Pan American Airways, once the largest international air carrier in the United States. In 1929, they invited Amelia Earhart, you know, the first female pilot to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean, to wish good luck to their first aircraft flying from Miami to Havana. It was a Ford trimotor, fittingly dubbed Cuba. They continued naming their aircraft, many of them with maritime monikers, until Delta bought the historic airline in 1991. Fortunately, the naming tradition grew strong and lived on. Around that same time, in the 1920s, similar things were happening across the pond. KLM, the official Dutch airline, gave its first aircraft the name Dika Dirk, which translates as Fat Dirk. They picked this name after the last two letters in its registration, DD. The fat part was a joke about its unusually chubby fuselage. The airline still gives names to its planes, but mostly chooses cities, heritage sites, and sometimes even local bird and insect species for inspiration. Today, a lot of major airlines like Virgin America, Virgin Atlantic, Qantas, Iceland Air, and JetBlue spend a good deal of time and money coming up with the perfect name for their aircraft before sending it off. Now, it seems logical to name a plane after a famous explorer or the city it was built in. But sometimes the names written below the pilot's cockpit window on the nose of the aircraft are way more eccentric than that. Get ready to meet Pepper, Scootalicious, Ladybird, and the Big Yellow Fella. Sounds like members of some rock band. Many airlines name their planes after something that means a lot for their national culture, traditions, or science. In Australia, for example, Qantas aircraft proudly bear the name of local cities, Aboriginal art, and the continent's first pilots. One plane, for example, is named Mary Bird Walton, after the woman who founded the local female pilot association. Even though she was almost a century old by the time her big metal namesake first took to the skies, she was on that flight. Another interesting naming example from down under is Nullabor, which is the Latin for no trees. It's also a flat and arid region in Australia with basically nothing in it, certainly no trees. 
Virgin Australia likes naming their planes after the country's continent's endless beaches. There are so many of them that they can keep buying planes and never run out of names. The National Airline of Israel, called El Al, names its aircraft after local cities. So there might be a Jerusalem and Tel Aviv flying somewhere above the clouds right now. They always celebrate the naming of a new plane with a whole ceremony in that city. In Hawaiian culture, giving a name to a person or even an object is a revered practice. They say it can make or break a person's or object's prosperity and spirit. So it's no wonder Hawaiian Airlines always names their planes, and they mostly take inspiration from constellations, flowers, and birds. Makali'i, for example, is a constellation that's so important in Hawaiian mythology that there's an Airbus 330 in the local air fleet bearing its name. There's also an aircraft named after the famous Maui-born sumo wrestler Jesse Takamiyama. Iceland is the place to be if you want to see some striking landscapes and powerful nature, what with all its volcanoes, geysers, hot springs, and glaciers. When one volcano with a name I'm not even going to try to pronounce, C, erupted back in 2010, the whole world learned about it since flights across the globe were severely delayed. Well, Iceland Air decided to name a Boeing 757 after the thing. In the land of spices, airline marketing agents use that ginormous flavorful variety for inspiration when naming their aircraft. So head to India, and you just might fly in a plane called red chili, coriander, pepper, or turmeric. All those spicy names are the fleet of SpiceJet Airlines. By the way, if you were to name a plane after your favorite food or spice, what would it be? Ah, uh, yes, Tower, this is Flaming Hot Cheetos requesting permission to land. Let me know your pick down in the comments. It's also quite popular to name planes after prominent people. Russian national air carrier Aeroflot looks to the country's great writers, scientists, and composers for inspiration. So if you're ever flying with the carrier, don't be surprised to hear the plane introduced as Dostoevsky, Brodsky, or Mendeley. Virgin Atlantic Airlines gives their planes mostly female names, such as Pretty Woman, Queen of the Skies, Ladybird, and Indian Princess. These names are accompanied by a painting of Lady Luck on the side of the aircraft. She's painted in the pinup girl style of Peruvian artist Alberto Vargas. The airline also has a plane named after him called Varga Girl. Nice way to pay tribute. JetBlue Airlines stays true to their brand when naming every new plane they get. They try to include the word blue in that nickname. Their very first plane was an Airbus A320 called Bluebird that traveled from JFK to Fort Lauderdale. When they purchased the first US-made Airbus, they honored the famous Alabama city it was built in by calling the plane Blue's Mobile. Among other aircraft in their fleet are Blue by popular demand and hopelessly devoted to Blue. And when airlines need some help from the public, they hold competitions among their social media followers to invent their own perfect plane name. From Irish Ryanair to Australian Qantas, Airlines give their fans a chance to commemorate themselves or just get crazy and creative when coming up with those names. Some of the funniest suggestions Virgin America got were Pineapple Express and Hashtag Nerdbird to point out that Virgin is the first airline to have fleet-wide Wi-Fi. 
Another virgin plane was named after an Irish sheep farmer. His son won the right to designate an aircraft at a Virgin Unite auction. Singaporean airline Scoot is using eccentric plane names as a way to show how cool and fresh they are. Many of their flights are India-bound, and some savvy social media polling helped them find the perfect names the Indian youth just loves. According to them, they were Scootalicious, Dreamstart, and Big Yellow Fella. Speaking of Scoot, it's not only the jets that get weird names, but also the airlines themselves. There was one in Taiwan called Yulan. Hmm, was there a U fly as well? Ransom Airlines was a regional carrier based in Pennsylvania. Vegas-based Bonanza Airlines used to fly between the western United States and Mexico. There was also the Russian airline Touch and Go. It seemed to be doing just fine flying to Cyprus and Greece, but in the end, the whole business was, you know, touch and go. How about Bra Airlines? It was a Brazilian airline, but the name doesn't come from women's undergarments. It stood for Brazil Rodo Ariel. Don't be too upset that you can no longer book with Bra since they closed in 2007. So, can we say that Bra was removed? No, we can't? Okay. There's a whole new Bra airline, but it's based in Sweden. The acronym stands for Brothens Regional Airways. Finally, out of the still existing and pretty successful airlines, there's the Hungarian budget airline Wizz Air. <laughs>